everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. This is Emily. And this is Rachel. Happy Pride Month, Rachel. Whoop, whoop. Pew, pew, <laughs> pew. So we wanted this mini-sode to just be on the topic of bisexuality. I think we've mentioned multiple times that we are both bi. <laughs> so if you yeah. didn't know, newsflash, pew, pew, pew. Emily and Rachel yeah. are both bisexual. <laughs> Yes. We are not dating each other. <laughs> we are both in separate relationships. <laughs> yes. I thought we could talk a little bit about our own bisexual awakenings and talk a little bit about misconceptions with bisexuality, because there are many. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> but but the first thing we're going to do is we're going to define bisexuality, and it's really simple Bisexuality is attraction to your gender and genders different from you. That is it. That is bisexuality. It's very broad. Yep. yep. And a lot of people, you know, bisexual and pansexual, in my opinion, are fairly interchangeable. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the past, bisexuality was perceived as trans-exclusionary. Because in the past, it used to be like... Uh, your gender and the opposite gender. But as we all know, there are way more than two genders. <laughs> so actually, I have like the text on the page I have is from like the 90s, like bisexual manifesto and talking about how bisexuality has never been non-binary or trans exclusionary, but that people seem to get hung up on the fact that bi means two. <laughs> yes. Thank you for summing it up better than me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So, why don't we start... So, Rachel, when when did you know that you were bi? Or pan? Or not straight? Um, I... At the time, I was pretty young. I think I was maybe, like, eight years old. And I realized that I liked girls, but not... But I guess I didn't, like, fully come into my bisexuality until, like, early high school. But I definitely remember, like, my earliest feeling of... Not just attraction to one other gender was around eight years old. I thought my counselor, <laughs> like like summer camp counselor, like I thought that she was cute. I was eight and she was probably like 13. So obviously inappropriate, but I still, you know, recognized the beauty and attractiveness of this person. Not that I could think of her face anymore but I remember having that feeling and then wondering why I was having that feeling later on later on I recognized that what I was feeling like attraction to girls would be considered bisexuality it has evolved over time because back in early high school I had a very vague and very problematic understanding of what trans people were so as I like moved throughout college and then beyond that I realized that I could be attracted to anybody. It doesn't matter what their gender may or may not be. I could be attracted to anyone. So so I, I can remember my first attraction to women when I was going through puberty. And I discovered what hentai was. <laughs> and I just discovered what porn was in general. And mm-hmm. I remember having, like, same-sex attraction, but not really understanding what that meant. 
mm-hmm. or what I was to do about it because I had never thought about myself in terms of my sexuality. Like, to me, it was very clear that I, you know, was going to have boyfriends and I would marry a man and that would be it. Yeah. And then it got more complicated while I was in high school. I definitely felt attraction to butch or masculine women. And I had some very biphobic and conflicting thoughts, you know, internally about it. I didn't know how to feel. It's like some people would say, oh, well, you know, they look like men. Therefore, you're straight. That That's it. But it's way more complicated than that. So much more complicated yeah. than that. Yes. <laughs> and it's not like I didn't have queer friends either, because in high school, I had bisexual and lesbian friends. I just didn't know how I fit into the category of bisexual or queer or whatever with them. I mean, in my high school yearbook, my lesbian friend wrote that I was a, a straight lesbian, And I, (laughs) looking back, I'm like, this is so fucking obvious. (laughs) (laughs) You are bisexual. (laughs) Like, there were so many signs, Rachel. So many signs. Yeah. And then in college, Rachel and I basically formed a friend group that was pretty much all queer people. And even though the majority of us didn't, know we were queer or did or just weren't out yet we are all now out and queer and proud (laughs) so yeah queer people find each other so what really helped me come out was I can't remember where I saw this but it was on the internet somewhere and it was like an infographic that said what people think bisexuality is 50% straight 50% gay And then what bisexuality actually is, 10% gay, 90% straight, 80% gay, 20% straight. Like any, any combination, like you do not have to feel attraction to your gender and other genders equally. It doesn't, it's not like that, (laughs) you know, and everything just like clicked into place. And I was like, that makes so much sense. And like, after that, clearly, I realized, yes, I am bisexual. And I've always been bisexual, even when I didn't know what Mm -hmm. to call it. Yeah, I think, I think it can be really tough for some people to come to terms with it also. Because I feel like there's this stigma around bisexuality Like, it being a fake thing that people just say they Mm -hmm. are because they don't want to say they're entirely straight or they don't want to say they're entirely gay. And we're both living proof that that is not true. (laughs) (laughs) And I also feel like growing up, I had so many mixed messages about what bisexuality was. Like, I don't know, I always assumed that, like, you, like, at the end of the day, it's going to be a guy that I'm marrying. But that doesn't have to be the case. And I feel like a lot of my growing up and kind of figuring out my bisexuality was stunted by that fact. Like I viewed women more in like a sexual way 
because I thought that romance mm-hmm. wasn't possible. That kind of thing. So there's problematic things with society and bisexuality even still today, but it was worse when we were <laughs> when we were trying to figure out what mm-hmm. the hell was going on during puberty. So also earlier I totally thought you were gonna say this infographic changed my life and it was like a gay test <laughs> image. <laughs> no. Gay no, test. No. Did your eyes go to her boobs? <laughs> You're bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen that, <laughs> you've, you've skipped out on the worst of the internet, and I'm proud of you. But if you have, you know what I mean. <laughs> In my case, I, I am marrying a man, but I am still bisexual. Yep. Like, when you're in a relationship, you don't turn gay or straight. You know, you are bisexual your whole life. You are bisexual until you decide to identify as something else, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, full disclosure, too, I am in a relationship with a guy. Do you remember that Larry King interview with Anna Paquin, the star of True Blood? She is Sookie. And she had to explain to him that because she was married to a man, she did not turn straight. She is still bisexual. Like, her attraction oh to women... God does not go away (laughs) like he could not understand well not to be ageist but larry king is a fossil (laughs) oh my god yeah so there there's a lot of misconceptions about bisexual people that they're promiscuous that they try to trick people that you know they'll cheat on you those are not true those are characteristics of individuals You know, Mm -hmm. you can't put all bisexuals in a monolith. (laughs) Yeah. Another really big misconception is that bisexual people are only attracted to men and women. And that is not true. So I bookmarked a section from the Bisexual Manifesto, which was published in 1990. And it was written by bisexual activists. And I'm just going to read it. it. It explains itself. We are tired of being analyzed, defined, and represented by people other than ourselves, or worse yet, not considered at all. We are frustrated by the imposed isolation and invisibility that comes from being told or expected to choose either a homosexual or heterosexual identity. Monosexuality is a heterosexist dictate used to oppress homosexuals and to negate the validity of bisexuality. Bisexuality is a whole, fluid identity. Do not assume that bisexuality is binary or duogamous in nature. That we have, quote, two, unquote, sides. Or that we must be involved simultaneously with both genders to be fulfilled human beings. In fact, don't assume that there are only two genders. Do not mistake our fluidity for confusion, irresponsibility, or an inability to commit. Do not equate promiscuity, infidelity, or unsafe sexual behavior with bisexuality. Those are human traits that cross all sexual orientations. Nothing should be assumed about anyone's sexuality, including your own. We are angered by those who refuse to accept our existence, our issues, our contributions, our alliances, our voice. It is time for the bisexual voice to be heard. So, bisexuality does not exclude non-binary people. It does not exclude trans people. Whoever thinks that is wrong, and we are here to tell you that... (laughs) And it's always been like this. Exactly. 
I mean, it, it literally says it all right there <laughs> in print. <laughs> it does. It says it so much better than I could ever say it. <laughs> Not to mention, y'all, that like, you don't even know if someone's trans. You can't look at someone and assume that they're trans. So the fact that based upon attraction alone, I would be able to be like, oh, that's a trans man, or that's a trans woman, or that's a non-binary person. I am or am not attracted to them is ridiculous to think anyways. Yeah. So I think the piece about bisexuals being excluded is, is something very important that I want to end on. The LGBTQIA community often excludes bisexual folks because we are not, as it says in the manifesto, neither homosexual entirely or heterosexual entirely. So a lot of the time we get left out of the conversation and excluded or made to feel like we are to be excluded from events Mm -hmm. at Pride. And it's a shame because bisexual voices deserve to be heard just as much as anybody else's voice. But it, you know, memes that show, like, an apparently, quote-unquote, heterosexual couple at Pride get all these nasty comments because, you know, they're assumed to be a heterosexual couple. But like I said, you have no idea if someone's trans. You have no idea if someone's bisexual. So please, leave your judgments at the door at Pride. And if no one is hurting anyone else, let everyone have fun. (laughs) Yeah. You shouldn't assume anyone's gender identity or sexuality, period. Bisexuals face discrimination not only from straight people, but also from within our own queer communities, and that's not fair, and it's not right, and we should be uplifting other queer voices than judging them, period. (laughs) 100%. Well, that's it. Being bisexual is awesome. Happy Pride Month. Let's wrap this up with our weekly K-pop recommendations. (laughs) My recommendation is Ring Ring by Rocket Punch. My K-pop recommendation is Shake It by Sistar. Throwback. (laughs) Nice. Thank you so much for listening to this mini-sode. You can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Instagram at soulmatespodcast. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. Watch our videos on YouTube under our channel name, Soulmates Podcast. You can find this program pretty much anywhere podcasts can be found. iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever. Make sure you're subscribed and that you follow us so you can listen to us every single Friday. That might be changing soon, but for this month, it is definitely every Friday. We'll see you guys next week. Bye! Bye!